Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Hey, friends, we're back. I'm Abigail. (laughs) I'm Emily. (laughs) Why is that funny? Because we've never introduced ourselves like that before in episodes. Well, I was listening to a two-person episode the other day, and they were both women, and I'd never listened to the podcast before, and I was really frustrated that I didn't know who was who. So this was my attempt to not have you be frustrated. But anyway... Well, we did at the beginning in the intro. Oh, I guess we did add that. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> uh, this is the Strategy Hour podcast, by the way. <laughs> we we are two women sitting in a room talking to, to you through your ears. We're going to be doing our monthly business review and talking about April. So this has been a popular, I don't know, episode. We do them every month. And we have in the past really gone in depth with all of our numbers and all of our tracking. And now we've we've kind of narrowed it down a little bit to be a little bit more of an overview because we're doing the nitty gritty crunching the numbers and doing the math and helping you actually do this inside of your own business inside the Goal Crusher Club. So if that's something you're interested in doing with us and going over your personal analytics and setting goals for your business, we'd love to help you and have you be a part of that. All you need to do is head over to goalcrusherclub.com, get signed up, and we will see you on the next review session. Mm -hmm. But for today... help you crunch them numbers. Oh, yeah. We're going to turn your numbers, we're going to turn them into cornflakes, we're going to put them between our palms, and we're going to crunch them. And out is going to be a successful goal. (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell it's been a long day? (laughs) That's not where I thought you were going with this. I thought you were going to say that you make them into like those no-bake cookies with marshmallow. Anyway. No, because typically people make no-bake cookies with fucking peanut butter, and that needs to get out. Well, this is just marshmallow and butter. You could eat it and you would love it, actually. I would love that. And <laughs> I would do almond butter. That might be good, too. Nonetheless. So now this is a podcast about recipes. <laughs> 
So today we're a little goofy, but legit, we are tired because April was crazy. As much as it was about working on our business, we also spent the last week and a half MIA. So mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. in Chicago for the She Did It Her Way Summit. We spoke. And I was legit MIA off the grid for like a day and a half. Do you because... want to tell them how you lost your phone? I didn't lose it. Don't even act like I lost it. I well, we did overnight it, so you knew exactly where but it was. But it's just because I lost it. Yeah, I knew where it was. I made it literally through security when I realized I don't have my phone. And we're heading to Chicago for like four and a half days. So I had my dad overnight it. It was expensive. And I've never been happier. I it was super expensive. It was definitely worth it. Definitely. I learned that when you overnight something that you can choose to have it like legit there bright and early the next morning or like midday or afternoon and it's at different price points. So my dad, I'm sure, heard my sense of urgency <laughs> through through the text. From my phone. Went, from your phone and went there probably like one in the afternoon and was like, get this to her now. So I'm pretty sure you like paid someone $111 to take an Uber from Kansas City to Chicago and give me my phone because I got it by what was it eight the next morning yeah and they had they already had it at the front desk so who knows how long it had been yeah. sitting there. I was like and no one called me to tell me it was here well your phone was off Shame. in the box downstairs <laughs> no our hotel phone the um, gotcha <laughs> well it was dead or something what was up with that Oh, the hotel. F- oh, they might have called us because you had to yeah. unplug it to put your freaking <laughs> mask. Guys, what is it called? Spoiler spoiler alert. I have sleep apnea and I sleep with a CPAP and I'm an old lady. And I lady. have never been more grateful that she has a CPAP because what is it? CPAP or CPAC? PAP. PAP. Like P-A-P. Okay. <laughs> because girlfriend snores like a lumberjack. <laughs> and we stayed in a hotel together in Palm Springs a year or so ago. And I was laying there like furiously awake, <laughs> staring at her face to will it to stop breathing. <laughs> I've she never been more mad at another human being. <laughs> she told me the next morning she seriously considered smothering me with a pillow. I did. I did. And I was like, well, that might be the most profitable decision I could have ever made. So <laughs> not killing me on yeah. that trip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So nonetheless, between so the white anyways. noise machine, <laughs> between the white noise machine, you getting your phone back and me sleeping with a CPAP, you were a pretty happy camper that day. And I got so much free wine. Oh, do we need to tell them about the Super Bowl of your life that happened while we were on our trip too? It was the best trip ever. Guys, this was epic. So if you guys don't know, I am a true crime fanatic. I am morbidly obsessed. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh it's a slightly problematic. Like I've watched so many episodes of Snapped. I'm pretty sure my husband sleeps with one eye open. I have watched all the documentaries, all the Wikipedia pages, all the Reddit threads, all the podcasts, everything. And one of the most prolific serial killers of all time, in our nation at least, the Golden State Killer, was caught and arrested 
and I was never happier. I When I got my phone, I like pulled up something and I was like, why are they talking about the Golden State Killer? That's weird. But I'm like in the middle of reading a book about it. So it's all my life is right now. And I went to Twitter and it was everywhere, everywhere in my world, you know? And so I watched like the press conference and listened to a podcast. I made Abby listen to a podcast about it. It was pretty interesting though. Yeah. So then I schooled her on how awful of a piece of trash that person is. Well, the interesting part about it to me, and I told this to someone else, someone was like, Abby, do you listen to true crime if Emily's so obsessed? And I said, no, it's way more fun. Because when we are bored, Emily will be like, so you want me to tell you a true crime story? And she'll like, literally, nearly (laughs) word for word, repeat an episode. (laughs) Well, but they always start out with so this motherfucker walks into this person's (laughs) house. So it's a little bit of different version. (laughs) Hers are way more um, sassy. I don't know if that's the right word. They're way more entertaining. I was like, why would I listen to true crime when I could listen to Emily talk about her favorite subject of all time? Yep, yep, yep. So get me a beer, bring up any murderer you've ever known in your life, and we could chat. But anyways, we've been distracted. Like we haven't been focused on business. Like we've been straight up like enjoying a little vacation. I we sat on the best patio and had the best sliders of all time. I don't eat beef. And I was like, bitch, give me that slider. Yeah. It was and I so said you good. can have two bites, and that's all I, I let her did. I should have just ordered my own. <laughs> but I'm like, if if you're in Chicago, go to the Godfrey, sit on the rooftop, order the sliders. You will thank me later. Yeah, but here's what's weird: the rooftop bar is on the fourth floor. It's very confusing. It's so confusing. So don't don't do what we did and like try to go to the top and then you got to come back down and then get off on the fourth floor. Cause you'll get it when you're there, but it's soups confusing. Yeah. We were on the 15th floor and we kept saying, we're going to go up to the uh, rooftop. Yeah. But it's way down. It's way down. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So what did we actually do in our business this month besides travel and like have your Super Bowl slash catching of the mm-hmm. golden state killer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about your favorite thing that we did ever, which is our number one goal on this sheet. Oh, do you want me to say that? Say it. I think you should reveal the, the okay. what really happened. Here, here is the giant tease that we have been hinting at for months that we have said, oh, we're not going to tell you about because we'll tell you later. <laughs> oh, we're not going to tell you later. This is the moment you have all been waiting for. We will go more in depth about this in a full episode really soon. But we transitioned email service providers twice this year. (laughs) We were on ConvertKit, loved ConvertKit, still love ConvertKit, recommend ConvertKit to everyone listening, no doubt. But there were some analytics and some deeper integrations and automations that we were wanting to set up. And we'll explain more of that when we do our, our other episode. So we were told by a lot of people that Infusionsoft is the way to go. So we moved to Infusionsoft and kind of had a little bit of help with that transition. And it was a 
fucking shit show. Well, let me just like, say, the first two or three weeks, I was like, yeah, girl, like, everyone says it's so confusing, and they're just oh, so bullshit. Hey, We're going to make it work. Like, it's going to be so great. I was the cockiest little bitch you've ever seen. I was like, uh, mastered infusion soft. Y'all can suck it. I'm smarter than you. I figured it out. And then I was like, burn that company to the ground. <laughs> I literally hate it. <laughs> I hope they don't hear you say that. Um, I hope they do. But it, seriously, hashtag confusion soft. A, it's super expensive. We did get a quote unquote deal because the person we who set it up for us, like, I don't know, had some coupon or relationship or whatever. But if we had been paying full price, I would have pulled the plug on it way sooner. But there was some... The problem was is that it didn't do the things that we were told it could do. So which therefore, is why we signed up for it. Which is why we signed up. But therefore, it needed to do the easy things, the simple things like sending a fucking email. It needed to do that really simply. And it, it did not. It does not do that. It doesn't. I mean, not to the sends, right people. It sends emails. Let's be clear. But it's just but not too simple. specific people... It is like the easiest way to send an email ever. They mess up. Somehow they have figured out how to mess up. So I'm like, well, if y'all can't even do the stuff that like everyone else does super easily, then I'm out. Yeah. I mean, because what we were looking for specifically was really analytic driven dashboard features. And we thought we would be able to analyze what sales were coming from what funnels and what people clicked on to get this and that and the other. And I feel a little duped into like feeling like that's what was going to happen. And then they're like, because they straight up lied because our rep does not work at Infusionsoft. The person we were having us is part of our $15,000 mistake. If you guys go back and listen to that episode. And that person said, oh yeah, it can do X, Y, Z, which is what you're needing it to do. So you should totally switch over and I'll help you and I'll like be the team manager of all that, blah, blah, blah. And then A, he like did an awful job at it. And when I directly went to Infusionsoft and was like, okay, can you clear up? Can you do X, Y, Z? And they were like, yeah, if you upgrade to the e-commerce platform and move your entire like checkout page to us. And I was like, well, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. And I mean, the reason is why would we change the way people check out if it's working? Right. I just want more data from that. I don't need it to work a different way. The last thing, like that's a really critical part of the stage of the customer acquisition process is when they give you money. So if it's been the same way for almost three years, or I guess two years, like that's a big ask. Yeah. A really big ask. And we we went down that road before and it was a big fat flop. Yes. So all of that being said, we switched to active campaign and I legit want to marry them. <laughs> and their support is incredible. It's beautiful. This is my boyfriend. Do not steal my thunder. By I was just going to say, <laughs> I know we're going to have him on the podcast. Don't you worry. It's already confirmed. He already booked his appointment. Uh, active campaign has a podcast. And the host of that podcast is named Chris Davis. And he is a heavenly God angel of knowledge. You know why it's so His funny great. that you call him a heavenly God? Because our our assistant today called him Christ Davis. When, he- <laughs> <laughs> when she typed it in the... That's slack. hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. His brain is so 
so smart and the way that he delivers strategy. Like you think listening to a podcast, literally, there's an entire three-part series about segmenting and tagging. And you're like, dry, don't, please don't let me sit through a 45 minute podcast about a process for tagging. And I was like, all right, I'm about that. Let me like learn it. And then he spoke and the way that he broke it down, I was like, let me listen to you all day, every day, please. She literally, and so I do. And was like, I have a new internet boyfriend. And I was like, have you ever even seen the person? No, 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 (laughs) never seen him. Don't care. I just want his brain. Yeah, that's it. Super strategic. So Emily has been her headspace has been 100% focused on transition number one into transition number two, because we've been automating our funnels and trying to get strategy academy, like on autopilot. And so most of that was on pause because we couldn't send traffic to something that was literally going to change slash broken in the meantime. So that was waiting. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do in the meantime? So I was focused with the rest of our team on increasing the amount of members in the Goal Crusher Club. And we said we wanted 100 members by the end of the month. And it was like down to the wire, like within the last Mm -hmm. hour Mm -hmm. or two. We got it. And I was so stoked for our team because it really was yeah. a group effort. I felt like in the past, that's how it felt. Like Emily and I always did the selling, but we really... And I think that's why I was so jazzed about that like contest goal because the number was arbitrary. Like That doesn't equal anything for us. It was just like, a, let's pick 100 and let's try to get there. But it was like the four core team members within TCC, Like we each had our role of helping make that happen. And so I think that was really fun and collaborative. Yeah. And so like, they felt way more involved. They felt like they were working yeah. towards something. And along the same lines, and we mentioned it inside the Goal Crusher Club today, we've really revamped how we communicate with our team. Oh, we yeah. added Andrea into our weekly calls with Angela. So now the four of us are meeting on a weekly basis. And we're really focusing on income producing activities. Not only do we want them to get their day to day stuff done, like graphics for the podcast or managing the team, but we want them bringing in revenue for the company because our expenses have skyrocketed with all of the things we have going on. And we were making more money, which is great. But if we didn't start, like even evening it out, like we were going to scale ourselves into bankruptcy. So a thousand percent things had to change and they did. And I'm super excited about where they're headed. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. 
don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. So one thing we did not accomplish, just so you guys know, we don't always check all of these boxes off every month. We intended to create a a launch plan for SA for like later this summer. And I think we were going to do that like in Chicago or after Chicago, but I still, and we'll go over this, but I still think like how we left Chicago was a little more airy than we thought we would have. So we kind of just like, skipped that thing, but we have it on our calendar to do like in the next couple days. And so that's going to get done. Uh, But it leads me into the next thing of Chicago strategy session. So that definitely looked like something I did not expect it to ever look. No, (laughs) not at all. So we had people. So technically for like our technical people listening, a lot of people have asked, okay, well, how are you going to do a massive strategy session? What is that literally going to look like? Uh, We brought markers, post-it notes, different size post-it notes, and giant wall sticky post-it notes. You should have seen me carrying that on the plane. But we brought it with us. And the concept or the idea was to stick some of those on the wall, map out ideas, map out quarters and years and everything we wanted to do. And we would just like walk away with so much clarity. So then we would take like a quarter back with us and like break it down even further. Once we got home, 
But I think we like kept getting stuck, which is something that if you guys have been listening for a while, you've probably sensed that like we planned our year out differently this year and like things are pivoting and shifting in a little bit and all that stuff. So the aha moment that we had did not come until the morning we were checking out where I had written, I had put in like four or five post-it notes on the wall and they said 2019, 2020, 2021, so on and so forth. And they were blank still after being in Chicago for five days, they were blank. And so we're like, oh my God, what are we going to put here? What's our clarity? What's happening? And so I like, I don't know, something just clicked and I went up and I crossed out all the years and I made a timeline. I just did a stopping, a starting point, a line across all the post-its and a stopping point. And then I said, let's look at our business bucket list, which is something we brainstormed that morning of like, what do you just want to accomplish in, in this business? I don't care what it is, big or small, let's throw it on this board. So then we took stuff from that board and spread it out on a timeline in a like, it's linear, obviously, but like, what do we feel like needs to happen first in order for something else to happen? Yeah, some of them are, what do we think can happen? Yeah, some of it was like we needed to make enough money to fund certain yes. things, or yes. we felt like certain things needed to be solid in our personal life in order to move on to other things. And so it was very much like, if this, then that, like, structured. Right. And so, right the time in which they're all complete is still completely up in the air. Will you see a book from mm-hmm. TCC? Yeah. When is it happening? At some point. No idea. I don't know. I don't know. But it's it's so it still feels a lot more reassuring than I felt going into that meeting, knowing that our goals have been heard, they've been put out onto paper, into the universe, whatever, and they've been put on some sort of scope of time, right? We don't necessarily know if it's like happening next year or the year after. But these type of bigger decisions, and I'm talking like legacy level decisions for our business, they're going to happen when like the opportunity shifts for it to make sense for that to happen. And I don't like putting our business in a box for it to be like, well, that opportunity needs to show itself by 2020 or else. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and I think my clarity, and I've I've talked previously about... I. I felt like I was going through an identity crisis and who am I when I'm not working and like going through this like self-discovery process. And I felt like coming away from Chicago, I had this clear vision of I am who I am in the moment. I have the power to change that at any time. Like if I want to be a different person, I can work towards making changes in my life. I wrote down some of the things I wanted to be like, I want to be a coach and like help people grow their businesses and, and live the lives they want. I want to be, I call it a mama. Like I want to be a caregiver and like make people feel good about themselves and all this stuff. So I wrote down like four or five things I wanted to be. And I really realized that all of those things are me already. I just was failing to recognize them as part of my identity. And I came to a realization that the journey and I people say this all the time, but I like had to learn it for myself. But especially now more than ever, as our business has checked things off the to do list, metaphorical to do list is the, the journey is the destination. And I really feel like 
now, like even though we're working towards things, I'm much more fluid in what we're doing. And like, although we have goals, financial and otherwise, I'm okay with it kind of being what it is. And the is can change at any time. Yeah. And and I mean, to be totally honest with you guys, like I feel like I wouldn't have been able to sit here and agree with the journey as the destination, like that bullshit, until we had a certain level of yes. foundation. Like, so this may look different for you and your business. Like, there's a lot of people I know who their journey is the destination. Like, that's their everyday life. And they and have to I, live that way or they can't get to the end right. or they can't get right. to the place. Like, 100%. But we were the type of people that was like, okay, well, I can feel that way when this happens. And I think that was the roadblock we were hitting of, like, trying to put ourselves in the box of who how we've planned and set goals in the past versus where we are now. So luckily, we're in the same space. Yeah, <laughs> And we always have, I was just going to add that we always seem to have these identity crises at the same time. <laughs> and they're mm-hmm. almost, which is convenient and n- not convenient at the and same time. <laughs> I feel like they always happen at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Our end of year is like gangbusters clarity on top of the world and then january everything comes and crashing i down. literally i'm like is the moon in a weird position because we're both september babies too so i'm like because i'm religious but and our business is a september baby I know. also and I'm, so. but i'm also like in tune with the woo a little bit and i'm not like a firm believer in all the moon and crystals and stuff but i like the idea of maybe it has some effect and so i'm like shit i don't know like what was the moon or Saturn doing in January every year for the last 30 years? It was doing some <laughs> bullshit. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> okay. So our last goal that we did check, we wanted to build relationships at the events that we went to. And girl, did we ever. I have never felt so good about this. We met so many new people, like legitimately Yep. And now I could never go to an event for the whole rest of the year and I'd be fine. <laughs> I, <laughs> and you're like, when's our next one? <laughs> no, that's 100% how I'm feeling because I really felt like we got out of our bubble, met some new people. We're going to have a slew of amazing new podcast guests. You yes. guys are going to love, love, love it. And likely you haven't heard of them because if we have, I was heard just going to say, like brand new faces and like, but they're, they're so smart and I think can bring some sweet conversations to the table. Yeah. So I know we touched on this earlier, but I really do want to reiterate our accomplishments this month. Although it was a lot of like nitty gritty detail work and then a whole lot of fun near the end of the month, the biggest thing that shifted was in our team and our team came together and felt way more unified. It felt like we were playing the same game and like working towards the same goals and more in tune with what was going on in each other's lives. And it just felt really good. And so I'm excited to be there because I don't think I've ever had ever like a full sense of like, okay, I'm cool with my team. 
Oh, well, 100%. Well, and like, that's a whole nother layer of conversation of like, God, how sucky are we that we like never feel content with our team. And like, we yeah, don't want it to be a real people. Yeah, yeah. Like, we and don't want it to be a revolving door. And it's just like this constant, like, what's not clicking? What's not quickly clicking? Oh, it's us. Like, oh, it's how we're delivering this. Oh, it's this. And so we just had enough times where we brought it up with the right people where we were taking nuggets of feedback from our friends and colleagues and peers and whatever, where we one day just implemented a couple very easy changes. And it was like from that day, we could already feel the tone shifting. And we've only seen results, great results from that moving forward. I think I want to do a whole podcast episode on team communication and like identifying roles and all of that, because it's been so big. And the biggest one for me and the one that gets me the most excited is for a long time, I would I would talk to Emily and be like, I love having a team and they're so great, but all they're doing is costing us money. Like they're keeping the business running, but they're not adding. And it was really hard because Emily and I would work our butt off, but the more we added team members, we weren't making any more. Like Emily and I were making the same amount of money on the outside, it looked like we were bigger, but ultimately it was just more people doing more things and we weren't really growing. And so I wanted to empower our team to feel like they could bring something to the table that actually shifted our business and actually brought in revenue. And so we really focused on identifying income producing activities, talking through them as a team, making feel like people felt empowered to take that on as their role and run with it. And we saw like, they weren't massive overnight shifts, but it was enough that like, all of a sudden people felt like they were working towards something. Yep. A hundred percent. And I mean, yeah, we can definitely go more into it in a whole nother episode, but I think striking that balance of like having people feel included in like what the business is doing and the goals or whatever, and like us actually knowing what those are, it is definitely complicated and it, it's a learning curve. And I know a lot of people struggle with this. So hopefully some lessons from that can help you guys. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about what we're hoping to improve? Yeah. So there's a couple of things that we're going to check in strictly data-wise. We have a couple of funnels and automations going on right now. And on the first, I did a, a ginormous automation data collection of identifying open rates and click-through rates and conversion rates for a couple of funnels that we have going on. And I'm going to assess those this month to make very small changes in each of those funnels, and then measure the results next month and and see the improvements. Mm -hmm. And then with that, we're going to have a weekly check in with our funnels. So one thing that we learned at the conference, this really clicked for me is I was finding as I'm now queen of our email now and like setting up the back end of funnels and nurturing people and figuring out where people going giving that up, by the way, right? (laughs) And I love it. So it's good. 
like figuring out where people are at any given moment, right? I've also found myself like wasting time during the day, like refreshing stats and looking at this and clicking this over here. So we decided to do a weekly check-in on our funnel. So it'll probably be on Tuesdays when we have our meetings with our team and whatever, because I've been doing that bright and early Tuesday morning. And I bring data to our team meeting to say, here's where we're at on these things. So I think I'm going to try to create a system on what to check and create an outline for myself to fill it in weekly so we can be tracking it for one. But so I also don't get sucked down the rabbit hole, almost like inbox refreshing of like seeing where we're at and seeing where we're at. So I'm doing it more intentionally. Don't worry. I still do that on our bank account and (laughs) our uh, teachable dashboard. And I'm like, are we making money? Because where we at? I want to know. And so I get it. But I do think that's being more intentional with it is really great. And it's better than like babysitting. It isn't going to do you any good. Like, right. Constantly right. I would at- rather be implementing a new strategy yeah. in there than like digesting the numbers. Cause I feel like I keep looking at them like, okay, what is this telling me? What is this telling me? And I'm like, I've already seen this. Right. <laughs> I know so, what it's telling me. And a consistent basis checking them. And well, I'll probably help you make a spreadsheet or something. I know you yeah. hate spreadsheets, yeah. but it'll be yeah. helpful. Well, I hate making them, but if you show me how to use it is when... I'm golden. I, if I can click a box and type some numbers and click another box and type some numbers, that's all I want to do. Yeah. So, and then we also talked about, this has been big. So for a long time. And it's been silently developing, but I feel like we just identified yeah. it. For a long time, Emily and I did everything together. Like there was no like project or task that, for the most part. I mean, there was a couple things that were individualized, but a lot of it was check and balance on each other. Like you would do the majority and I would check on you and vice versa. And as our business has grown, I think we've realized that we're two human beings that are capable of things. (laughs) And not that we don't need people to come in and proofread or come in and triple check that something's actively working. We also have the ability to be in charge of our own departments. And so what I think will be interesting as we shift, even though you'll continue to see both of us, we kind of figured out the way we're going to divide it is Emily is going to be really what we're talking about on the bottom of the funnel. So like webinar down, pitch down, like everything that happens after a pitch, like all the email follow-up, all of that. And I'm going to be focused on top of the funnel. So what are, what are we doing on social to get people's attention? How are our ads performing? What's our presence like in our Facebook group? And obviously, we're both going to need each other's help for both of these things. But I can come to Emily like, hey, we're going to record these five videos. This is the purpose. I need your help on this aspect. Yeah. And where previously the conversation might be like, well, maybe we should do some videos. What are your thoughts? And let's outline some ideas together. And then, you know, and it was like both of us doing the same job. Yeah. And so I think this will help us grow faster because we're both... I think for a long time, we were both developing skills and it felt like we had to like lean on each other to make that possible. But I feel like now I'm like, I'm comfortable in knowing that this is going to actively work and I just need you to participate. I need you to show up and do your part and we'll be good. And so I'm excited about that. 
because I felt like for a while I was like, what is my role? Like, what am I doing? And vice versa. And I feel like Emily, I, I don't know, fell in love with email and fell in love with funnels and all of that. And I was like, cool. Cause that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Cause I'm, out. I'm like, Instagram stories and talking to you guys and having these personal relationships and like talking to new people like that is my jam. And so making that okay. Yep. And thank goodness because we've been, and again, this is a whole nother episode, so I'm not going to dive too far into it, but we've been doing a little bit different stuff on Instagram and we've been asking like different questions and building engagement and all that kind of stuff. And it's worked, obviously, because when you're actually intentional about something, you get results. But part of it working is people responding a lot, and then us needing to respond to them, and then them saying something back, and then us needing to say something. And that type of communication gives me so much anxiety. Like it stresses me out so much. Like I have no notifications turned on. I don't check things. Like I, I just, that is not my jam. So luckily, it's Abby's jam. <laughs> and so I'm like, I'll be back here writing a whole nother email sequence to like get these people to buy this thing over here. And you go talk to people over there. Yeah. <laughs> so if you get a DM, more than likely, it's from me. It's from Abs, 100%. If you get just the heart, it's from me. <laughs> if, if you get a sentence or more, it's from Abby. <laughs> and occasionally our team will check in if there's like an issue or whatever. But for the most part, you'd be surprised, even though we've grown, like we still answer our own things. We as in Abby. We as in me. <laughs> and uh, our own things as in only Instagram DMs because not That's our email true. Not our private message. That's true. Okay, so Facebook. I kind of lied to you None just now, but whatever. Like, it's still a big thing. Like, there's, oh my there's God, 30, yeah. 32,000. Wait, I can actually check. 31,000 and some change people on Instagram. That's bigger than our Facebook group. That's bigger than our email list. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was a little sneak peek behind the curtains of our business, the goals that we achieved and didn't achieve for April, accomplishments, improvements, and general thoughts on our business life at at this point. We do these every single month. So we'll be back here in a few weeks to go over May. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.